All right, welcome back to the Watch Your Beef podcast. My name's Dom. I'm your host, and on this week's Watch Your Beef podcast, I've got Roland Shane from Roland Smoke, recorded live at Up In Smoke. We're talking everything ABA, SCA, how Roland Smoke came to be, and all things in between. Please enjoy, and if you've got any questions or queries, please drop me a line at the Watch Your Beef Facebook page or Instagram page. The Watch Your Beef, Shane. There you go, and rolling, Shane. Mate, how are you? No, not too bad. I finally got you on the podcast. It's only my third episode, so you know. It's been a long way. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, I'm just going to ask you a few questions. We'll just hang out, do whatever. So, uh, how'd you get into barbecue? Did you start on a gasser, or you total pro on a charcoal Weber? Uh, no, we sort of grew up with a, a, a fireplace with with a, a hot plate on it when I grew up. Um, and he obviously went to a gasser in the meantime and back to a Weber in the end. Yeah. Got into the low and slow 10, 12 years ago. So. Really? Yeah. 10, 12 years ago? Yeah, 12 years ago. Man, you're like a pioneer. Yeah, I'm old. I'm old. Right. Don't worry about that. When did you cook your first brisket? Probably eight years ago. Interesting. Yeah, probably eight years ago. What did the butcher say when you went and got it? Because you're like, what do you um, want? <laughs> no, that got sent down from Sydney. You oh, could, really? You couldn't buy that in Orville or Donga. Really? Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sick. Hey, so you're part of Roland Smoke. Can you tell me how your team came together? Because I guess uh, there's a little bit of distance between yourself and Lucas. Um, well, Lucas works for a company that sells car parts. Yeah. And I have a company that uses car parts. So um, we've just been dealing with each other for 10 plus years and had the friendship. And then 2015, he said, let's do a barbecue comp. So we did. The rest is history. Get out. That's incredible. Yeah, right. So what was your first comp in 2015? Uh, Canberra. It was a comp in Canberra. Um, sort of a, a mythical one now because it Is was it? Only, only one and it was um, extreme circumstances. It was hot as hell. Middle of summer. Flies. And, uh, no, just heat. And the bloke that run it ended up ran, running away from Australia and didn't pay half his prize money and all sorts of stuff. Oh, <laughs> Did you win anything? Did you pocket anything that comp? Oh, uh, yeah, we got a couple of trophies actually. Did you? Surprising places, yeah. Yeah, what'd you get? Uh, Can you remember got, that far? I think we've got a, a, a lamb and a chicken trophy. I don't know the numbers though. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So was that one of the OG uh, barbecue comps in Australia? Uh, yeah, there was a few before that. Like that, you had a couple of Port Maxi stuff. Yeah. That was yeah. yeah, like that was sort of at the beginnings of it. Yeah, right. We uh, we might have to pause this for uh, SCA presentations, but we'll talk in a minute. Okay, no worries. Oh. Alright, so we're back from uh, SCA Awards. Um, yeah, so just a little bit, uh, I guess my next question is uh, how many comps do you reckon uh, you've done with Lucas over the years? Oh, wow. Um, between ABA and SCA, it'd have to be 50 to 60. Shit, 50 to 60 over like four years. I reckon so. Yeah. Far out. So you guys would be doing like 15 comps a year. There was one one year where between us, I think we did 22 or something like that. I can't, I can't 22 remember. 22 comps. The, can't remember the numbers, but they're pretty big. What? So, in terms of like distance, because you're from Albury. Yep. 
in terms of how far north would you travel? Um, the furthest I've gone north with Lucas, I've flown to Sydney, then we've driven to Bangalore. Yeah, wow. Basically, foreign Bay. Yeah. Um, Lucas has gone from Sydney to Bundaberg. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, and we'll do the Cairns one this year. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah it's quite yeah. a few of us going to Cairns. Yeah, yeah. It's good price money. Man, Crazy it's going to be an epic, <laughs> epic trip <laughs> yeah. up there. Yeah. So... Yeah, we're, uh, yeah, hopefully we're up there as well. Yep. So, uh, it's going to be awesome. So, for you, like, you've travelled as far as Adelaide for SCA. Yep. yep. And then, have you been to Tasmania? No, I haven't done a Tasmania. I haven't yet, done no. it. But no. you've done Queensland, New South Wales. Yep. Yep. Man, that is, yep. that is yep. a serious case. Yep. Yeah, right. Um, so, last year, you finished second on the SCA leaderboard, yep. correct? Um, and you're travelling pretty well now. Yep. First? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the, haven't seen haven't the leaderboard, seen. but I should be, yeah. So how did you get into cooking steak, and what tips do you have for punters wanting to cook a better steak at home or at comp? Um, the reason why I like SCA so much is yeah. because it gives teammates a chance to go against each other. Yeah. So normally we all compete together, we're all for a common goal. But no one has bragging rights, you know. You do a stake against each other, whoever wins, wins. It's, um, it's pretty good. Um, as far as learning what to do, practice, practice, practice. Yeah. It's the same as with everyone. It's nice to have the wood on Lucas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's finally starting to listen, you know, he's, he's a been, good result. He's been racking up some results. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. won his golden ticket the other day, I'll let him have a win. Yeah, you know? Rupert. Yeah, you know, um, but no, he's going all right, he's, he's learning. Yeah. And the grasshopper's learning. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I guess for, for punters and people at home, you said sort of practice, practice, practice. We sort of, I, I guess we've heard from people in other podcasts that sort of talk about finding your flavour and what works for you. And instead of just dropping the baby out of the bathwater, it's more about refining and looking what works. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure, I started out with, well, my very first SCA, I didn't have any rubs at all. I ran up to the lanes tent. Yeah. and talked to Brett and I literally come back with a handful of rub and sprinkled it on the steak, you know, and we did, I think I finished eighth and that was sort of where it started. And then yeah, wow. Same thing, practice at home, find yeah. what you like, go from there, just keep tweaking. And so what are you finding for you, I'm not saying tell us yeah. your steak recipe, but yeah. what sort of rubs are sort of something that has regular rotation at home for you? Um, I've been using the Old Creek stuff for 18 months now. Yeah, wow. Um, it's always been good, yeah. Sol- solid results. The, the profile pretty much goes everywhere. Everyone sort of likes it. Um, you just need something that's not overpowering at home. Like yeah. a lot, a lot of the prepackaged rubs you have to be careful with because you put too much on and it just it just kills everything. Just turns everything yeah. to crap. But everything has its place. Everything yeah. has its flavour. So just try it and, and learn. Yeah, sure. And refine it and go from there. Yeah, right. So the SCA and Steelers are a hot topic at the moment. There's so many events of. Uh, new categories being created. Um, what's been your favourite ancillary category to cook? And what is the category you most want to see created? My favourite to cook is still burgers. Yeah. Um, just because I, I like burgers and I love watching the creativity. Um, and even though our, board, our burgers haven't scored well. As what's the most creative burger you've seen? Most creative burger I've seen was Scotty from Scotch and Smokes at Port Mac a couple of years ago where he made a burger completely out of desserts what? and really? the lettuce, the tomato, like this thing was spectacular. Um, find, find the photos of it on their webpage. Did it win? No, it didn't. 
it didn't win um, because technically it wasn't a burger. No way. You know what's so funny? I always say this to my teammates. Yeah. Every time I compete in a comp that Scotch and Smoke yeah. competes at, every time I try the SEAs, I am completely like, what the frick are they done? It, like, the stuff is amazing. Every time I try it, I'm like, okay, this has got to win. This is going to win. And every time, they never win. And I, I always just like, what is going on? I, I give myself, like, don't get me wrong, there's heaps of other cool shit out there, and obviously people handed in amazing stuff. But I always look at Scotch and Smoke stuff whenever I'm at a comp that they're at, and I always try and find Miko and be like, okay, tell me what you've cooked, because it's, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, they're very, very creative. Um, like, so people that are typically good at ancillaries have a creative edge. Yeah. Like, they can think outside the box. Like, I can't do that, and I'm hopeless at ancillaries. Um, but they seem to find a way to make cool things and just keep doing it. You yeah, know? right. Yeah. Um, yeah, sweet. Yeah. Um, I guess, what's been a burger that you've created maybe in the past? Because you sort of said it's something that you love. Yep. Um, we've just cooked... So, typically we've just cooked traditional burgers that have yeah. just been amazing traditional burgers, but not typically ones that are going to win. Yeah, Because sure. SCA is sort of that wow factor. Yeah. But, like, we've cooked some bacon cheeseburgers that are as good as you'll ever eat. Um, we've fed Jesse, uh, Jess Pryles and Tuffy Stone one day. They come over and singled us out to get a burger because they'd heard that it was pretty good. Yeah, right. Um, Tuffy hung out in our tent and that, that was cool. That's pretty esteemed company. Yeah, that's, that was pretty cool. And he was taking photos of Lucas trimming and everything like that. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, just I just like good clean burgers and yeah. you know traditional sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the reason why I like it. Just cook a better burger, you know. Yeah, but they don't win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you and I were hanging out last year at uh, the Barbecue Spit Rotisseries um, comp. Yep. And they had souvlaki and they had pizza. And it was a ripper day comp. That was like, a cracking comp. Yeah, yeah, that was actually one of my favourite comps of the year. Yep. Like day comp, it was a ripper. Yeah. So my next question for you is: when the souvlaki category is held in an event, should it be mandatory for the promoter to play the zorba dance to inspire competitors? I, I think so, as long as it is added with a dance. Like, I think the dance is compulsory. It has to have someone doing the dance. Um, not me. As such, but someone has to do the dance. I, I almost feel it should be just added to meat stuff and have Jay or someone well, just lead the Zorba dance. Well, back to Nick from Scotch and Smoky, he's always called for a dance off. In, in, I think I think this in, is in, needs in, to happen. in wrath of a draw, he wants a dance off. Could could we do it then at Broke? Have Suvlaki as a category at Broke because it's a New South Wales comp and you'll be there. Uh, I'll probably be there. Yeah, we'll probably be there. Yeah. You'll we prob could probably we could probably convince Greenwood and Jeff to be there. You'll probably have to ask the promoter about it though. But if we talk to Rob, maybe we could have Suvlaki. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. To, maybe it might be a following year. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess speaking about Rob and Broke. Yep. Um, we competed at Broke last year, and they had the taco category for an ancillary. Um, my wife Annie thought her taco was. Well, taco hand in was pretty good. She got second place, only to be beaten by you. Would you be happy to describe what your taco hand in was and why you felt it did so well, well with the judges? Look, I'll also say not just beaten but smashed. Yeah, um, I would agree. She was absolutely <laughs> smashed. Like that was when, um, I say, when we say smashed, so like pulverized. Like, like Shane was, was like, it was like twelve points. Or yeah, something. it was um, huge. It was oh, like, look, I put this magnificent creation together of a cheeseburger. Um, just the, the contents of a normal cheeseburger that you would cook stuffed into a taco shell. 
amazing. Um, Where'd you get the taco shell from? Um, Woolies. Woolies. It was a hard one. It's oh, an, yeah, old, an old, old El Paso. Old El Paso special. Yep, and I just cooked the burger, the, the, the bacon and the cheese, yeah. the sauce, and jammed it in there. Um, you know, as they say in Broke, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Barry's your uncle, actually. <laughs> I guess just for reference, like Annie created like this sweet taco that was like a biscuit taco shell with marshmallows. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. It was like, she put like weeks, I'm, I'm doing like weeks of effort into it. Um, I also use Kraft Singles from the servo because I forgot my cheese. Yes. Um, so Kraft Singles in the little plastic wrapper, uh, I use them as well just to help that melt, you know. <laughs> um, so... You do all your SCA cooks on a red PK grill. Mm-hmm. Why do you love cooking on it so much? Is it because it's red and it cooks faster than any other grill? Uh, well, I guess it does. Um, it's, it's scientifically it's, proven that red is faster. It, it is scientifically proven, and it's been pretty a, a pretty winning little grill since we got it. Yeah. Now, look, I, I wanted a PK for ages, and yeah. I wanted to go because it was on the smaller stand. Um, and I seen they had a red one, yeah. and I couldn't buy the red one or the go in Australia, so we got one in from America. Um, and I had it for ages before we told anyone, and it was quite funny when they found out. Oh yeah. yeah so I, just, I just left it as a running joke in the end. <laughs> um, um, but no, it's um, cracking grill. Um, if anyone's looking for a steak grill, that's that's where you start. That's that's the that's yeah. the grill. It's so funny, like all I guess for me as just just a punter yeah. when it comes to SCA. I look at like all the teams that are doing well, and it's pretty much PK grills. You know, like you've got people doing well on Weber, yeah. Weber GAs, yeah. but predominantly yeah. PK grill. It just seems to be the grill. Well, I, I used a Weber Jumbo J last year um, in the title all, all year, yeah. um, and we came second. That was pretty good. But once I dialed this PK in. It's just there's there's no going back to it, but the, the heat retention is so much better. I used the Weber today, actually. Yeah. Um, we got a couple of top tens today, which was good. Um, but the same thing, it's just like, getting it's back to, getting back to that heat, and you've got a very short window to cook the steak on the grill grates when they're right. Yeah. Everything like that because they're going to drop or they're going to rise. Um, just much more consistent in the PK. Plus the other thing too, it's red. So it's and it's bigger. red. It's, it's red. Bigger. It's also getting pretty black and grungy now, but hey, that happens. <laughs> it's loved. It's loved. Yeah. Hey, I love PK. <laughs> yeah, that's it right. It was amazing. That's right. Hey, so uh, moving on to ABA stuff. Yep. What's your favourite pit to cook on? Because oh. I know you guys have sort of cooked on offsets yep. for years. Mm-hmm. But correct me if I'm wrong, you've now moved to like GMG pellet grills yep. and drums. We're, we're using a GMG pellet grill at okay. the moment, which we've... Um, Dan from Country Boys brought after the Invitational and silly enough left at Lucas's house. Oh yeah. Um, it's pretty grungy now. Um, yeah. Dan, if you're listening, you probably haven't eaten new one at the end. Um, and we've changed over to drums as well. So we've got drums and a pellet grill combo. Um, just to from facilitating because of our new big trailer with the air conditioner and everything, we couldn't tow the offset anymore. Yeah. Um, the transition hasn't been hard. Yeah. Um, Are you loving more sleep? Uh, no, we're actually having less sleep now because my teammate used to love cooking at about 50,000 degrees. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, right. yeah, so we're actually, uh, we've we're slowed it down with the drums and yeah. um, the, results are, the results are good so far. So. Yeah, sweet. Yep. So you're loving, you're loving the drum life? Yeah, it seems to be working well at the moment. Yeah. So. You, do you find your cook, the, the, pro, like the final product being as good or similar to? 
Um, or have you noticed like a change? I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed a great change. Um, we we had sort of put a few things in process last year to change a few things up anyway. Um, but I haven't noticed a great change in in the actual finished cook yeah, as such. You know, um, the the rate that they cook and everything like that's still like very similar. You know. Yeah. So, what's your favourite protein to cook from home or comp? Just maybe. Um, look, at home, I still love banging out briskets. I spent a heap of time practicing yeah. on them. Um, you cook a brisket, everyone's happy with it. Yeah. You know? um, it's a big lump of meat. It's, it's not a huge amount of money. Yeah. Um, you feed a lot of people. Um, other thing I like cooking at home is pork belly. Really? Um, so, Jeff from Jeff Anderson from Boontown Barbecue. Yeah. I had his pork belly years ago when he was a caterer. Yeah. And um, just smoked pork belly, rind off, no crackle, and it blew my mind. And um, I've liked it at home ever since. Uh, yeah, cooked it for a few people in catering gigs and everything. Like everyone love likes it. it. Yeah, really love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's so crazy because like for comps like this, yeah. we we cook pork belly burnt ends. Yeah. And it's so funny that like we'll cook a good shoulder, money, whatever. Yeah. But everyone loves pork belly yeah. burnt ends, yeah. and people but people yeah. love sliced pork yeah. belly. I was at a Q club probably a month ago. We were, we were just doing tacos yep. um, out at the Q club. Um, with Dan, Dan mm -hmm. Greenwood, yep. and we we did like a lamb adobo, and we did um, like a Valentina sort of style taco. Yep. But Dan did pork belly um, tacos, so he cooked up these pork belly tacos yep. with um, the El Creek honey chipotle rub. Yep. It was freaking unreal. Yep. I just couldn't stop myself, like yep. literally just yep. slicing it. Um, I got to a point where Dan's like, "You, you got to stop that. Yep. People, people are meant to be buying that." <laughs> I'm like, "This pork belly is unreal." Um, yeah, in, in the smoker, it's hard to go past, and yeah. like everyone will eat it. It doesn't yeah. need to be spicy, like yeah. you know, mum, dad, kids, everyone can and eat I it. Love that. Yeah. Um, my favourite thing to grill at home would be, well, of course, steak. Everyone loves steak, but yeah, it would be lamb chops. Um, lamb chops over charcoal is a pretty special thing. Tree bark? Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Course, it was OG. Oh, yeah, OG. OG. Even, even before Dan sponsored us, yeah. it was tree bark. Yeah. You know? like, it's just it's so funny though, because like, when I got into barbecue, yeah. that was the lamb rub. And, and I knew, like, even on my, say, my first cooks yeah. for like, family and friends, yeah. I cooked with tree bark yeah. on my like, chops. Yeah. People would be like, what is yeah. this sorcery? Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. I've never had pork, yeah. I've never had lamb chops like this before. Yeah, that's it. It's just yeah. a, it's going to be one of them rubs that's always going to be there. You know, yeah. lots of rubs come and go, but it'll just always be there. Standard test the time, yeah. It's the, it's just, it's lamb. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I put it on roast veggies and everything. It's, it's awesome. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it comes up a treat. Totally. So, I guess, talking more about ABA stuff, um, with you and Lucas for Rolling Smoke, do you split your cook up at comp, or do you have certain proteins you cook, or is it more of a process and you have certain tasks that are split amongst your team. No, no we, we just we just get it done. Yeah, we, okay. we know what needs to be done. If someone's not in the tent at the time that he's doing, we just do it. Jai Healy on Ben Arnott's podcast yep. mentioned a word called synergy. Yep. And I guess it's sort of something that for for me sort of seems to resonate amongst teams that have been doing it quite yep. a long time. Yep. You know, like yep. you know your job and your role. Yep. Lucas, I'm assuming, obviously, yeah. knows his job and his role being a yeah. very successful team. Yeah. That you both would know where everything is within the cook yeah. and the jobs and the process that need to be yeah. done. Is that correct? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, and like, when when you compete this much and you, and you cook this much, um, 
you, you know the processes. Yeah. And like, and I so I guess with us, it's not like with other teams because not many other teams do it. But like we we cook solo as well. Yeah. Like Lucas goes and does solo comps and wins GCs on his own. Yeah. Um, I've only done it once, but at me, yeah, meet me, and I pulled it. Pull the third. Um, Mate, you've got a perfect beef. Yeah, you've got a perfect, perfect beef. Perfect scoring Slated. beef. Yeah. yeah we, we ended up with two perfect scores in beef last year, so that yeah. was pretty cool. Um, so, and I think that just goes down to show that like we don't really have set jobs. Yeah. We, we've got all the jobs. You both know the school. Who, you both know the job. Whoever's there at the time, just, you know, does yeah. it. If it needs to do it, do it. Amazing. Um, yeah. Um, and like the, the more you do it together, that's that's how it just it just goes. That's it. So I've got a, my next question would be: you can use your imagination on this. Yep. It can be anywhere in Australia, anywhere in the world, if you want. But where would your ideal location for a barbecue comp be? Uh, look, it'd have to be on a beach. Yep. Um, on a, like a pretty special reef or something like that. Port, Port Mate was a pretty special barbecue comp in Australia. Yep. I don't know if you guys got to go with no, it. No, we never, we never went. The, the location was... Next level? It was it was on the water, it was in a family friendly town. You could spend a holiday there as well. Yeah. You could stay in a cabin at the caravan park whilst cooking out the front of it. Um, there's not many places in Australia you'd be able to do that. Yeah, wow. um, be hard, it's going to be hard to replace it. Um, we'll see how Cairns goes. Yeah. Um, as far as anywhere in the world, our guess is like a Pacific island with a, a raging reef background where you can cook something, go for a swim, catch a fish, yeah. you know, culminate all your loves at once. <laughs> yeah, rude. It's so funny, like, the other people that have asked this question too, everyone says the same thing. Beach location, Tropical, warm weather, well, sunshine. It's, it's it's the holiday, isn't it? You it's know? the dream, though. It's the holiday. Barbecuing with your friends, yeah. hanging cool. out, yeah, and then, then as, in as a far as barbecue location. goes, that's my location. If it's anything else, like if it's fishing, well, I'll, I'll go to Alaska. <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, what would your advice be to a team starting out in comp barbecue? Because um, obviously, you've done so many barbecue comps yeah. over so many years yeah. like there's not many people I could think of that would have more experience in comp barbecue than you um, yeah look we've done a lot um, get used to not sleeping much yeah um, if you get a bad result don't take it to heart because sometimes you were never going to win before you even got there yeah sure um, today's a good example in SCA some yeah. people that do well in state today didn't get a call yeah. um, they didn't have hope for them got here you know yeah sure um, don't take bad results to heart um, if you get multiple bad results start working on something then but don't wholesale don't make wholesale changes to what you're doing yeah, until sure. I've had a few people on um, such as Piers and Jai yeah. and they've, they've both sort of mentioned don't Make wholesale changes until so maybe after three comps. That's right, yeah. And that's sort of their their rule or their mantra. Yeah. Um, in terms of looking and reviewing at yeah. comp results for a new team. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And also, it's it's different cooking for your mates as to cooking for comp barbecue. Like your mates will never tell you if your brisket's not good. Yeah. Because it's always going to be the best brisket they've ever had. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> if you want the honest opinion, you go and trust hardened barbecue compers. Because they know that you need the honest opinion. Yep. Um, but if you don't want it, just keep working on your own profile until your scores get better. Yeah, Some teams come in and only takes three or four comps and they're already starting to get good results. Some teams take you know, ten comps before they get good results. Um, it just depends how hard you want to work and if you want to listen to anyone's advice, you know. 
Sweet, that's awesome advice. Yeah. Um, so my next next question is from a listener. Yep. And they asked, what are your thoughts on cheese on a chicken burger? Um, look, I'm all for it. Um, look, some people don't like it, but then people probably drink VB in Melbourne as well, um, which goes to show that compromised taste buds. Um, cheese belongs on chicken, and there it shall stay. <laughs> Brilliant answer. So the listeners out there on the Watch Your Beef podcast. But, uh, now, what is your most outrageous barbecue headline for 2020? Yeah, outrageous. Most outrageous. Jai Healy's was seeing Dan Barrett smile. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's a big call, isn't it? <laughs> um, I don't know. Look, it, it might be that we might win something in Melbourne. Whoa. One year. Like, no, we've never, ever. Well, that brings me to my next question. What's your beef with Melbourne ABA cops? Um, it's, it's, it's not our beef with it. What's its beef with us? <laughs> now, Melbourne hates us, always has. Um, so this year we're going to go down and cook everyone else's food, not ours. So we go. Brilliant. Ben, ben and I will sling you a few things to put in the box cool. at Melbourne. I'm just going to come and get all your rubs. Yeah. <laughs> just, just grab like a protein from each Melbourne team. Yeah. And yep. put it in the box. Just go and get some rubs, you know. Thanks. Yep. We're done now. Oh, brilliant. No worries, Shane. Well, yeah, thanks so much yeah, for no um, jumping on the Watch Your Beef podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, and I'll catch you in a few weeks at Meet Up Melbourne. Thank you very much, mate. Been a pleasure. Oh, absolute legend. Thanks, bro. Bowling, Shane.